So as we know, the influence of the digital things starts at any age that we put a device in the hands of a child. So today's episode is going to highlight a friend of mine who is on the same mission as me for helping moms and families to navigate this world of so many interconnected digital things. Stay tuned for an interview with Nicole Rawson from Screen Time Clinic and the author of the book Screen Smart Sam Battles the Bad Habit Monsters. Stay tuned. Welcome to your source for tips, tools, and support to help you be that mom that is tuned in and proactive for yourself, your family, and for the wild ride of raising kids in this digital age. Inspired by a mother's love with a relatable, real life, proud to be that mom flair. This is the Be That Mom Movement with your host, Dolly Denson. Holy moly, check this out. If you are a mom that is looking to give your kiddo a phone, but you don't want to open up the world of the smartphone to them yet, check out the Pinwheel phone. The Pinwheel phone is the latest and greatest for dumb smartphones. It gives you absolute control over what they do and who they can contact and will help them to develop healthy habits around using a phone. Check out Pinwheel at pinwheel.com. Use code BETHATMOM10 for a discount. So before we get started with chatting with Nicole, I just want to give you a heads up that there is a link in the show notes for accessing the Digital Wellness Education Summit. This is going to go live on September 25th, and there are different versions of tickets that you can purchase where you can access the content in real time, or you can have an all-access pass in order to listen to it at a later time and in different versions. So please check this out. If you're a parent, if you're an educator, if you have any interaction with children, you have to get this information and listen to it and take it to heart because our children are our future and the digital things absolutely do have an impact. And as long as we are staying on the forefront of awareness and working together in our village to surround our children and move forward as things evolve and change and ever-changing influence on our kids, we need to have this information at our fingertips. So check out the link in the show notes for the Digital Wellness Education Summit. It is an amazing resource that I want you to have access to. I am not the only speaker in it. There are, I believe, leave 13 of us plus the two co-hosts and it's just a great resource for you to have and to be able to kind of wrap your mind around all of the things digital and how it's influencing our children. So please check that out in the show notes. Okay, so today we're going to get rolling on an interview that I did with Nicole Rawson. She is the founder of Screen Time Clinic. She is a former teacher and has two children that are in upper teenage years. She has walked this path very similar to mine where we kind of didn't know what was going Going on, we saw the influence of things and we decided to turn our struggle into strength and offer this gift back to the world. So I hope you enjoy this interview I had with Nicole and that you find this helpful and that you will get this book as a resource for you and your kids or someone you know in your life that is having kids or has grandkids, whatever it may be. If you have kids, you need this book. Okay, so let's check it out. So today we have Nicole and she is the author of Screen Smart Sam Battles the Bad Habit Monsters. And so I just wanted to talk to her today and introduce her to all of you so that you can learn more about what she has to offer and this amazing book that she has written. So thanks so much for joining me today. I am so glad that you're here. Oh, thanks for having me on. This is really fun to talk and I love your podcast. Thanks all you do for getting the information out there to 
everybody. Yes. Like we both kind of went through this whole struggle <laughs> and brought us to this same place with our kiddos and stuff. So I know you kind of have a similar background as me. So for everybody that's listening, tell me more about you and what brought you to be working in this similar space as me. Yeah, I'm a former uh, middle and high school teacher. And I also have two now 17 and 18 year old boys. So mine is kind of a mix of seeing what's happening in the classroom. And also I got involved and interested in digital wellness and gaming addiction and, you know, the psychology behind all of that because of my own children. So that's what really inspired me to take a deep dive and research because in San Diego, there really weren't any specialists. And still, even today, there's a wait list for a rehab center for gaming addiction that has 300 people. And yet there's still not enough psychologists to help parents create these habits. So I just really wanted to create resources to help parents and have something. And the earlier, the better. That's kind of where the book came from then after I founded the company Screen Time Clinic to help parents, parent coaches, helping parents reach their goals. And yeah, so it's been a good journey. Wow. Wow. So you definitely have similar experiences as me with the gaming addiction and all that stuff. And I didn't know that about the waiting list. So that's quite interesting, but I can totally see that that's such an issue. Yeah. Um, And it's too bad that it gets to that point where then, you know, you have 17 and 18 and 19 and 20 year olds that are really failing in life because of the gaming habit and just not flourishing, doing their best, or just really having problematic behaviors. And, you know, my whole goal now, my mission in life is to prevent that and really start very early talking about it and the risks. Cause I still run into parents that say, what video games are addictive, prove it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I, I totally see that too. And I do think like, that's one thing that I've talked about recently on some of my other episodes is just how much believe that all these digital distractions and addictions to the games and different things basically like divert their development to where it, it's kind of almost stopping it. So they're not yeah. moving on in, in development in life and gaining independence and interests in the outside world and careers yeah. and all of that stuff. Yes. So. At the very least, it's preventing them from reaching all those other potentials. And honestly, the more we research, the more I talk with experts, it really does change the brain chemistry and has long-term effects by only using that one part of your brain for so much time fixated on the games, thinking about them, talking about them, playing them. So with Screen Smart Sam, the book, it's meant for elementary school kids, any age, honestly, it would be a great gift for a new parent, even just to talk about it and to like have that in the back of your mind that we don't need to give our children video games to make them happy. There's other ways to spark joy and interest. And, you know, if you do, it has to be really tightly monitored because a lot of kids are at high risk for gaming addiction if they meet a whole host of certain criteria, including autism spectrum, male gender, premature birth, any sort of behavior disorders, learning disorders they're at extra risk. So even though it may look like it's helping them, it really creates a lot of dysfunction. And Screen Smart Sam talks about the different ways to really keep that in check. And we're not anti-tech, but just to have healthy habits and for parents to read the book and see, you know, what are some ways that we can make change in the home to set our kids up for success when they're little. 
Mm-hmm. I love the uh, bad habit monster. Like I was reading through it this morning as I was getting ready for us talking today. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. It's like all the things <laughs> that we walked through and didn't know that we had this mm-hmm. common ground among all of us with this, you know, all that, all of us that I call it a new realm of parenting. And basically we were like the first generation of parents to, to walk through it with no guidance and no clue mm-hmm. what, what was happening to our children until damage had been done. And now we have this whole generation of parents that are doing this in this space to help educate the next generation. But the bad habit monster and all of that was just, it's it's so cute in how you illustrate it and talk about it. Yeah, because it is, you know, it's a, it's a draw. It's something that kids want to do. And once they start it, they're always going to be drawn to it unless, you know, kids don't have, and teens don't have that self-regulation ability just to stand up and say, nope, I'm not going to do it. It's not good for me. I'm just going to walk away. So it's, it's something that they will always be drawn to, even if they know they shouldn't. And there are parameters. It's like that little monkey on your back that once it started, it's, hard to stop yes <laughs> <laughs> like all the other tasty things in life that we end up doing exactly so the book is geared more toward parents of younger kids yes yes and it's meant to be co-read it's a parent engagement tool to talk with your children about you know we have parents of toddlers reading it you can see on our instagram page screen smart sam ways to actively read with your toddler that you don't have to read word for word that you're looking at the pictures and talking about healthy habits just like green light foods and red light foods like screens are red light we try to avoid them and then you know fourth and fifth graders those are the ones that can read the book themselves more and internalize the message a little bit more and do some worksheets and really think about how they can make those changes with their parents and why it's necessary. Okay. So to get those other resources, I think it says at the front of the book, right? Is it screensmartfamilies.org? Yes. Yep. There's a whole website just dedicated to the book. And we've had a lot of sponsors that have made it possible to donate books to schools so the teachers can use them in their classroom and then that way. But parents are welcome to order their own copy there. And there's worksheets and just screen free ideas and a whole lot of other books on that topic also. Oh, my goodness. So this sounds amazing. And it's like, I think it's So I feel like the middle school years are so critical when parents are unknowingly giving the smartphone, they're giving into that Mm -hmm. pressure, that social pressure. But like we've talked about before, this influence starts young anytime we put a digital device in their hands. So this is kind of gearing toward a little bit younger ages up to those years of giving this the phone. So exactly. Because kids are so persistent and persuasive and little, little kids, they want phones and they want to be on screens. And it, it just speaks to how stimulating the younger the child is, the more their brain is stimulated by media, whether it's TV media or iPad media, the bigger the screen, the closer the screen, the more interactive the screen. So children are really, really drawn to it. And then it just kind of gets the parents in this loop of technology that they don't even realize is problematic until like middle school, when grades start coming in and their sweet kids, you know, aren't able to make B's and A's. Yeah, definitely. And then another thing is like we 
I know when my kids were younger in the first smartphones came out and I first had an iPhone, there was this tendency, you know, when you had to get things done around the house, just give them the phone to play with, you know? Yeah. Uh, And I had no idea that there would be any influence there. And I'd imagine like if there's, if you're only giving it a short period of time, then not necessarily anything to worry about, but it's that making it the babysitter type thing that we tend to get into to where, you know, it's becoming more and more and they're spending more and more time on it. Right. It really counteracts your intentions. It's not worth the babysitting short-term solution to have a really long-term addiction problem potentially going on, especially depending on the child and their needs. So yeah. And you know what I love about the book that it just takes the pressure off of mom's Parents, like, you're not crazy. Look, in the book, like, Screen Smart Sam is having a problem with screens and too much time. This is what's going to happen. And it's not just like, you're a crazy person. Like, mom, (laughs) why can't I have a screen? Like, everybody else is doing it. Literally, all my friends have it. It's a great way, you know, to show kids, like, no, actually, this is what could happen. And you don't want to be like screen dumb Sam. (laughs) (laughs) I love that because it's, we we take so much of the burden on like my podcast being that mom has such a negative connotation. And that's my movement is to try to turn around that connotation and make it a positive. So this is a way for us to kind of take some of the pressure off of us. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. I didn't want to name it like screen dumb Sam, you know, finds, (laughs) finds the light at the end of the tunnel, but (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a great story. And certainly there's 16 different aspects of screen time that it actually covers and 16 different solutions. So even though it's your standard 32 page children's book, it really has a lot of information in it that I think parents will love to uh, consider when they are raising their children. Yes, I think it is so awesome. So that's, I'm so glad that you were able to come on today. So when they want to get the book, they can go to screensmartfamilies.org. And then is it also, it's available on Amazon, right? Yep. It's available on Amazon, Barnes Noble, Target, pretty much anywhere you can order books. And yeah, there's links, uh, Screen Time Clinic too. We have that website and it's everywhere. Okay. That was the other thing I was going to ask you is tell me more about how they connect with you. In addition, I know you do more than just this book. So tell me more about what you do, Screen Time Clinic and all of that. Yeah. So Screen Time Clinic is actually there to help parents. Once maybe you read a book like this and think, oh my goodness, like I don't even know where to start. I had no idea because there's so much information on the internet and there's so many books. I mean, it is just very time intensive to make yourself an expert in this area and really figure out what is going to work for your family and your particular situation. Because honestly, I was a single mom raising my kids most of the time. And, you know, we thought my son was on the autism spectrum. Turns out it was just gaming addiction, but there's all sorts of things to consider. And at Screen Time Clinic, we have a network of coaches and you're one of them that people can choose from to connect with and really sit down and make a plan and talk through how are we going to handle screens in our home and having a family media plan is really essential because these years go by so quick and, you know, week by week, you just don't want it to take you by surprise. It's way better to plan or make a new plan. It's never too late to start planning too. 
Awesome. Thank you so much for having all of that service. And I'm so glad that we connected. You actually reached out to me, I think on Instagram a couple months ago, but I'm so glad that we've connected and I appreciate you inviting me to be a part of your world and all that that you offer because this is a team effort. And what I like to always say is is that we have to have like a village in order to raise kids. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks so much for being a part of the village. (laughs) You're welcome. Nice to partner and teamwork with you. Yes. Okay. Well, thanks so much for joining me today. And I will put links in the show notes so that people can get in touch with you and get in touch with this, getting your book in their hands. Very good. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. Being that mom isn't easy, but together we can be that mom strong. Don't forget to leave a review, connect on social and join Dolly's free community. Till next time. Hey friends, did you hear? There is an app that will transform the safety of your kid's smartphone and technology use. It is my favorite way to sleep easy at night and have peace of mind because it is monitoring my kid's activity online without me being in their business. It is the Bark app. And yes, bark like a dog, bark, bark, bark. It tells you when there's something that you need to be concerned about. Starting at a small fee each month, you can protect your whole family across all devices. Get connected with Bark today. Use code BeThatMom for 20% off your subscription for life and get a seven-day free trial to check it out.